0: From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Thursday, April 11th, the year 2019, and uh, it is my pleasure to welcome back to Teeing It Up the social media correspondent for the, for the New York Mets, Alyssa Rose. Good afternoon, Alyssa.
1: Good afternoon, Jeremy. How are you? I'm great. How are you?
0: I would think you'd be, well, I, I am fine, thank you, and I would think you'd be great after last night. Um, the Metro are now 7-4, and four, tied for first in the NL East, and last night is one of those games, and last Saturday against the Nationals was the same kind of deal, where I don't know in past years if you make that kind of a rally, but you did last night.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking over the weekend, I think it was this past Saturday when they were playing the Nationals, they were down 12-1. It was 12-6 in the ninth. And I had no doubt that they were going to come back. And, I mean, they didn't ultimately win the game, but they scored
0: three Nothing to sneeze at. What's interesting, too, is these are the games that I think set a tone for the season. And if you can get these wins under your belt early in the year, I think it can give you faith later in the year that, you know, we can come back from, 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 uh, uh, from deep. Uh, deficits or or you know some hitter can overcome a slump and have one crucial hit that can make all the, all, all all the excuse me all the difference
1: totally and'm I'm, I'm not one of these people who like think watching a baseball game in April is boring every single game counts. all 162 of them count at the end of the year no one cares if you've got your wins in April or if you've got your wins in September they just care about the win loss column so to me every game is a big game. Uh, I'm just really excited that
0: they're finding ways to win them. And um, to your point, as a Yankee fan, Yes Network threw up a stat on, on, on opening day. The Yankees' problem is that they did not take advantage of beating bad teams last year. Mm-hmm. And that puts a lot of pressure on you when you're in crucial division games to have to beat the really good teams like Boston um, versus you know having your way with um, some, some lesser quality teams and, and and that I think is is you know to your point about every single game mattering. Games like last night will pay off in September and October not only for confidence but in the win loss column. Um, exactly. So let's start here. We're talking. To, we are talking to the social media correspondent for the Mets, Alyssa Rose. Um, you did a video in the off season with your dad, and huh. it touched me because that's the relationship I have with the Jets with my dad. And you filmed this in, I think, either December or January. Nowhere near. Spring. Yeah,
1: we filmed it down in Port St. Lucie at Mets Fantasy Camp.
0: Yeah, and it was nowhere near spring training. And it was, you know, it was just in the in 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 the midst of the off season. Nobody's really. I mean, er- everybody wants baseball, but but it's not top of mind. And yet, that was as emotional as I've seen in terms of a father and a daughter talking about their shared love of a baseball team what was that like to shoot it was so much fun i mean my dad is
1: my best friend in the world obviously like my mom too but i am super super close with my dad we bond over everything i think we're very similar we have a lot in common but baseball especially and i think for my dad my dad lost his dad when he was fairly young I never got to meet him and they were so close and they bonded so much over sports and my grandpa never got to see my dad become what he did professionally mm. and I think it's, it's so special for my dad to get to see me break into the industry because his dad never got to see him and I think that just makes the whole thing so much more special for both of us is that it's, this, it's a family business for us um You know, we love each other. So we obviously love the ability to get to do this together.
0: Yeah. um, It it certainly is special to be able. I mean, you must walk in the city Field and look at his credential and look at your credential and be like, oh, my God, we both have Mets credentials. This is insane.
1: Yeah, and I usually sit in the booth next to him at the games. So, like, I watch him do his thing while I'm there. And I cannot put into words like how it just gives you like the warm
0: fuzzies in your heart. Yeah. Like I just love it. Um all right, so you spent a lot of time down there in, in Port Saint Lucie during spring training. Yeah. Let's take a step back. When you looked on paper, you know, February 1st, let's say, about this Mets team in 2019, what were your thoughts going in? What what did you think their potential is? And then what have you seen so far through these first 11 games that maybe has has either made that Thought come true or has changed it from what you've seen?
1: I think when I got to spring training and watching the games and paying attention to the games and seeing that Robinson Cano still has a whole lot left in the tank, seeing that Pete Alonso is going to be the real deal, that Michael Conforto was really just totally comfortable at the plate, You see all of those things and you hear Brody Van Wagenen, who's the new GM, saying this team is going to contend. There's no reason not to believe it when you're seeing all of that with your own eyes. Um, And I, you know, Brody came in, he got Cano, he got Diaz, he extended to Grom. He's doing everything that Mets fans want him to do. Um, And the team is performing up to, I think, what his standard is Um, so far. I mean, 7-4 is absolutely nothing to sneeze that, especially when, you know, the (laughs) 3 One series to Washington, but did win um, that big game on Saturday. And I think they're only going to get better at the beginning of the season. And they're still getting into their group And I think that once they're really in that groove, and once you know everything kind of comes together, I think they're going to be really dangerous.
0: Uh, you you talked about Pia Alonzo. He is batting .366. Um, he has it feels 15. like more though. He's so what? good. I know. 15 hits, 15 RBIs, five homers. Um, did you ever see this start happening from him? I mean, people yeah, knew that he had absolutely. potential, but but this has been one heck of a start.
1: No, he's unbelievable. Um, and I think anyone who was really paying attention to spring training got to say that, you know, this guy's special. And, um, and I think he's proving that so far. It's with him in Comforto right now, Every time they're up at the plate, I just have no doubt that they're gonna, you know, put the ball in play. It's just, it's unbelievable. And with, you know, the two of them right now, it's like, I mean, they might as well hit a home run, right? Like, I, I don't see why it wouldn't happen.
0: And also, I mean, you know, uh, take Alonzo. You know, he didn't have the best hitting night last night, but he drew two walks. He got on base. He's got five for the year. Sometimes that's what matters. He had a run batted in last night without a hit. It's the little things that you know. You know, taking the pitches when you need to take pitches that that, that can be all the difference. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a smart player. Um, so we are talking to Alyssa Rose, social media correspondent for the Mets. Um, I, I would assume you had a laugh when Jacob Degrom hit that homer, um, because I mean, you know, look, everybody knows what the Bartolo Colon homer was and and people you know that that may have been one of the great hitting sorry picture hitting moments of all time but for him to hit that homer i i think it's almost an icing on the cake for how good he is um what was your reaction when you saw that
1: i just shook my head i was like there's nothing this guy can't do like he is not a human being he's a baseball machine that's it he's a baseball machine he is so much fun to watch, and I'm so lucky to get to watch him as often as I do. And I'm so happy that you play for the team that I root for. He's unbelievable.
0: Two and one right now uh, to start the year um, so far in his three starts. All right, well, you were down there in Port St. Lucie, and you get to, you know, b- b- uh, be around the guys in, in in different settings. Did you notice a culture difference? Did you notice any kind of a vibe difference? 2018 versus 2019 or, or I, 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 should I don't say 2019. really pay so much attention to that I really pay
1: more attention to what's actually happening on the field
0: right um, but I mean everyone seems
1: super energized which in spring training is really the most you can ask for like you want people to be out there and excited and ready to take the field every day and ready to earn their spot on the team and um, no one seemed lethargic or unexcited or unenthused or uninspired I mean Brody and and ownership, and I think everyone has really just rallied these troops, and they are so ready to go.
0: Which I think is the most important thing, because guys can go to spring training, and if you're on a bad team, it's like, oh my god, I have to go through this slog before the season starts? So I think to have that hope, and to have that positive vibe, from, from what you're saying, it sounds like these guys came into spring training believing they could be contenders, and believing they could have a sensational year, which is all you can ask for.
1: Totally. And there's no reason they shouldn't believe it.
0: You know, as a Yankee fan, I watched Robinson Cano for years. I was sad to see him leave. He has two homers already on the year, five RBIs, um, and nine total hits. Um, I just feel like that was in terms of, of of acquisitions Brody could make, I just felt that that was such a smart signing Because while he will mysteriously take plays off and drive you nuts, nine times out of ten, he will contribute something every single game. And I think you guys have been missing people who could contribute something every single game. Yeah.
1: He's uh, he's done really well so far. I mean, his first at-bat was a home run.
0: What more can you ask? Right. What more can you ask? Talking to Alyssa Rose, social media correspondent for the Mets. All right, so... Um, what was the favorite thing you did in your role last year as social media correspondent for the Mets?
1: Last
0: year? Yeah, last year. Um, I would say Jay Bruce, because he was the first player I'd to
1: talk to on my first day. And I think your first one always really sticks with you. And Jay was just such a great guy, um, so welcoming, um, really you know, helped me feel comfortable. Because it was really the first time I'd ever interviewed a player before. Um, and he's up uh, to a great start to his season. He's playing unbelievably. Uh, unfortunately, not enough, but yeah. he's just he to see guys that you root for playing
0: well. Um, what do you in, what 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 can fans expect from you in your role this year? Any teases about anything you've got coming up? What do you envision this being in 2019?
1: I hope it's just more of a about it. We kind of take everything day by day um, just based on, you know, what content we're coming up with and what we have the ability to shoot based who's in the ballpark. It's perfect. I expect a lot more videos um, a lot more fun stuff. I'm really excited to, you know, have the opportunity to hopefully be in the ballpark more often this season. Um, it's kind of just going to be one of those sit
0: back and wait kind of things. <laughs> Not for not for me, for you. So you're not going to give anything away. Look at that. Now, now that is a true professional. That is a true professional. You're going to make us have (laughs) to look for the content. Um, it's interesting. I think as as a baseball fan, right? And, and, and you, you know, being at the ballpark, um, and looking at it, right. And, and, there's like I, I feel like there's two or three ways to enjoy a baseball game. There is the watching every pitch, every at bat, every everything meaning so much. And then there is the um person who's more laid back and it's a social experience and whatever. And for someone like you who has made a ton of friends over the years, who who, who has been going to Met Games forever, do you find yourself easily straying from from watching the game? Because it sounds like yeah. And and it seems no, like don't you're. Miss so- pitch. What? Uh, uh, sorry, say that again. I don't miss a pitch. Um, I'm one of these people who I'm at
1: game. Yes, I may have friends there, and my you have know, people that I'm bringing around or showing them something or you know going to grab food or you know anything like that. But my eye is on the field the whole time. Or if I'm online to get food, my eye is on the TV. So, I mean, I don't miss a pitch. Um. I don't get along with people who don't understand that. I don't know. I mean, my friends are—you know—my girlfriends are not necessarily all baseball fans, but they're super supportive of the fact that I am. And if we're going to dinner and the Mets are playing, they know we need to go early if they want me to come because I need to be at home watching the game, or we need to be at a bar watching the game. Um, There was a point last year where I um, was working, and I was working at a bar. Um, doing, like, some event planning and all of that, and I would sit there and watch the game with my headphones on, because we wouldn't play games down. They would play music, and I would watch the game with my headphones on, listening to the radio call, I mean, I don't miss Mets baseball, um, and it, it doesn't really have to do with my job, it's just, it's what I like, and I would never, like, tell someone that they shouldn't do what they like to do, and what I like to do is just watch the play
0: baseball no and 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 I'm so glad you said that because the reason why I brought that up is I think there's a beauty to how a pitcher goes about taking on a hitter you know whether they go inside outside whether they you know try to you know um um walk them back or or try to see if they'll chase something high and I think that for some fans the social experience is great but I think Partly of what makes you such a good person for this job is because you have lived and experienced and enjoy that other aspect to baseball—the nuance, the the chess game that's being played—and I think that's a really great asset to have in your role because you've looked at this from you know from the other side for so long.
1: Well, thank you, and I don't, I don't think that's necessarily like specific to me. I think in general. Like, lawyers are very passionate about the law. And doctors are passionate about saving lives. Like I work in baseball just because baseball is what my passion is. Right. Um, you know, as an expression, like, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I've never once felt like being a city Field was a job.
0: Which is awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like I'm getting to sometimes talk about... I'm the talk to the players and watching play, but it never feels like work. I'll tell you that. All
0: right, two more questions for Alyssa Rose. Uh, number one, because I I can't ask you what the Mets will do in 2019 because that's an unfair question. Obviously, you're biased and and, and I Do not have a crystal ball. Yes. So two uh, uh, two questions for you. First of all, you spent a lot of time around this team. You saw them a lot during spring training on the field. Who's the guy that won't make? You know. The top 100 players, who's that guy that you say, you know what, watch out for him. I think he could be a big contributor to this team. And it could be a pitcher in the bullpen, it could be somebody off the bench. Who are you looking at?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. Um, That's a really good question. Who do I think... I mean, I'll go with the easy one. Like, I think Brandon Nimmo's going to come out of his slump and have, like, I mean, he's already starting to eat a home run and double the other night. Like, I think we're about to see some explosiveness from Brandon Nimmo.
0: You know, I think the Edwin Diaz signing, uh, 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 sorry, picking him picking him up in that trade in the offseason was such an underrated move for you guys. And I, and, no, I don't and
1: think it was underrated at all. I think people are very
0: excited about it. No, but I don't think it's gotten the attention that it, that it should have. And obviously, this doesn't answer your question. And obviously, uh, sorry, this doesn't answer my question. And, and obviously, um, Nimmo is the perfect answer to, uh, uh, to my question. But I think Diaz... And having him in the back end of that bullpen could 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 really be a game changer for you guys, especially if he stays healthy the whole year. Hopefully, a game saver. But y- y- yes, a game a game saver who becomes a game changer for you guys in 2019. How about that?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about watching him. I mean, he's done nothing but impress so far.
0: Nimmo's one of those guys with a lot of upside and I think we know what Diaz is but but Nimmo obviously I think if he can cut down on the, on the strikeouts he's got 21 already this year if he can just cut down on that and and, and just and just get back to ball more I think he'll get on base and I think you know, as you said could be a huge contributor to you guys um, um, I not think it's even a question yeah alright final question for Alyssa Rose social media correspondent for the Mets um, I can't let you go Without asking you, because as, as a social media correspondent, you need to be the the conduit to the fans. What is the one City Field food thing that they need to check out? If you're going to City oh, Field for the first it's time, easy. This is very easy. So
1: they just came into City Field this season. It's in Section 105. Um. Emily burger. So my favorite burger in New York City and it's not even close. It's from a place called Pizza Loves Emily. The original location's in Brooklyn. They have one in the West Village. Um, they just brought Emmy Square. It's their fourth location. I forget where the other is. But Emmy Squared is now at City Field and it is the best burger. It's not even close. I know everyone goes. Moneta Tavern is amazing. Cheval, uh, Four Charles Prime Rib, Short—they're sure, great. There's nothing like an Emmy Burger, and I cannot believe that it is City Field. So have to go Section 105, Emmy Squared.
0: So, so something tells me you've already had one this year.
1: Not City Field yet.
0: Oh well, I I, I no. then think that that'll be your 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 first stop when you go.
1: Well, you no, know, I've been there, but I usually eat up in the press room.
0: Ah, okay. How is yeah, the city-filled press food?
1: But I will be eating an Emmy burger very
0: soon. Um, how is the city-filled press food? Great. That is good. Um, Here. It, it, it's a nice bonus. Hey, Alyssa Rose, thank you so much for coming on Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. I appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.